Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello there, my very good friends. Andy here for What Culture Wrestling. And on today's news video, 15 WWE stars officially become free agents. We've got the truth behind a controversial WWE injury angle this week. We'll give you an update on a major AEW departure. And finally, a little bit of perspective on AEW's Dynamite ratings as of late. I'm Andy, this is the news. Last one from the studio of the year. So let's make it a, a, an okay one. That's the bar I'm going for. Not good, not great. Okay, aim high. Uh, let's kick this one off by talking about the WWE wrestlers who as of today are free agents, meaning they could appear and sign wherever the heck they want within the industry because their 90 day non-compete clauses have expired. This is of course the batch of wrestlers that was released by WWE or the announcer intention to release is probably the easiest, the most accurate way to put it because this thing's kind of complex, how these things work. Um, the 15 wrestlers that were let go in September. They are, of course, here's the full list. Mustafa Ali, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Top Dollar, Riddick Moss, Emma, Elias, Aliyah, Rick Boogs, Quincy Elliott, Dana Brooke, Mansoor, Mace, Shanky, and Daba Kato. Uh, as of tomorrow, as well, you can add Matt Riddle to that list um, because he was released the day after the big group of people were let go. So these releases came in the wake of WWE's uh, deal, their takeover by Endeavor closing. Uh, the new parent company came in and they released a bunch of talent. They've also let go of hundreds of behind the scenes staff, office workers, um, people of that nature as well. So they've made a lot of cuts. Um, I think the way these releases were being reported before they actually happened, uh, people were maybe expecting a few more, but thank goodness, you know, 15 is still a lot, but it's a good job it wasn't more because people losing their jobs really sucks. Now there was, of course, a bunch of other people, uh, wrestler-wise, let go at the same time. Uh, performance center trainees, lesser seen athletes very early on their journeys. Um, so we'd be remiss not to point that out as well. But there is some exciting names on this list. Um, I think the top of most people, uh, on their rankings, if you want to put it that way, would be your Mustafa Ali's, your Dolph Ziggler's, and your Shelton Benjamin's. Um, Ziggler, the biggest name uh, on the list, he has since announced his return to wrestling. He's going to be going down to Puerto Rico uh, next month. He's competing as Nick Nemeth now. Uh, he's been linked with AEW. Obviously, all of these, the, the majority of these names are going to be linked with AEW um, because they're WWE's closest competitors in the US. Uh, they'll probably try and sign a couple because a bunch of them could add a lot to any product they show up on. But 
It's an exciting time nonetheless. Um, the way WWE non-compete clauses work is that effectively uh, main roster wrestlers have 90 days, NXT wrestlers usually have 30, unless they've been up to the main roster and back down, then they're usually 90 as well, so Dana Brooke, for example. Um, that 90 days is effectively a period where you are kind of still employed by the company, but it's like a notice period that the company gives you, almost, and you can't do anything in that period. You can't do anything wrestling-wise. You can't, like, show up on Impact or AEW or New Japan or whatever. you just got to wait your time out um, as an independent contractor. But I'm very excited to see uh, a bunch of these names jump back into it. Aside from the obvious ones we've already mentioned, I think Mason Mansoor have been doing a lot of really fun stuff uh, on Twitter, on social media, and everywhere else uh, since they were let go. I, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, like, I loved Maximum Male Models. I thought it was a, a just a fun, stupid, lower card comedy act that popped me every single time. Uh, and I'm sure that they, between them, will come up with something really cool and really fun and really entertaining. Uh, look, I'm a top dollar guy. I always have been. He's really fun and chaotic, and I want to see what he's up to. Um, and Ali Ziggler, obviously, big, big names uh, in all of this. I think uh, if you're maybe more of a sports entertainment-y fan, Ziggler's probably the one you're most excited about. If you're more a work ratey person, uh, maybe it's Mustafa Ali. Maybe it's Shelton Benjamin, because he's still a heck of a wrestler as well. But a lot of talented names on this list available today. They could show up anywhere they want, right blooming now. Let me know in the comment section who you want to show up and where you want to see them. Who do you want to go to AEW? Who do you want to go to New Japan? Who do you want to go to Impact? Who do you want to go to MLW? Maybe you want to see Dana Brooke in stardom. Emma, why not? Let's go. It's 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 an exciting time with all the names moving around in pro wrestling. We're going to talk now about a controversial WWE angle from this week. Uh, maybe didn't get the level of attention that it would have if it was on like a Raw or SmackDown because the viewerships are a bit higher. Um, yeah, but the Rich Holland, uh, Ilya Dragunov angle on this week's NXT. Now, this was taped last week um, and there was all kinds of stuff coming out immediately. Oh, Dragunov got stretchered uh, by, by Rich Holland. Uh, it came out shortly after that from, from Corey Brennan of Fightful that that, that was a work. It's an angle. He's not actually hurt, all of that stuff, which was obviously a relief. Um, but Fightful have come through with another report on this, um, noting that the angle was meant to play off the real-life situation where Big E broke his neck uh, accidentally, obviously, as a result of taking a suplex from Ridge Holland on the outside of the ring. Obviously, Ridge, the perpetrator of this angle here, which is a work, uh, obviously, but they're trying to build on that heat, it seems. Um... NXT sources have indicated that they were happy with the performance and the camera work and the crowd reaction as well. Uh, and the producers knew that most people in attendance figured it was a work um, because it was tapings and they moved on to the next show very quickly after doing this. So it happened in the main event slot of this week's NXT. If you've not seen it, uh, you can watch that. You can make your own mind up um, about it. Um, the question here would be, should you use wrestlers who have been in this situation in real life in a heat angle of this nature, obviously uh, the situation with Ridge, uh, deeply unfortunate. Uh, and the guy's received some really, really horrific uh, stuff and that he's spoken about online and elsewhere uh, since Big E, unfortunately, got injured. Um, so the question uh, for you as a viewer and, and everyone who consumes professional wrestling is, should is this beyond the pale? Is this uh, a level of distaste that wrestling should not cross? Uh, me, personally, uh, I would rather not see this kind of stuff. Um, but 
At, at the same time, I do think if Big E was okay with it, did they check in with him? If Ridge was okay with it, if Ilya was okay with it, uh, that's an important conversation to consider as well. So that's the scoop on that angle. If you were wondering about it, if you were wondering uh, why it felt a bit similar, why they were using Ridge in that role in an injury slot, a stretcher, a hospitalization spot, that's why they were trying to draw that parallel, it seems. Uh, now, update, we've just spoken about WWE departures. We're going to talk about an impending AEW departure, that being QT Marshall. We've spoken about this quite a lot recently. Um, he's wrapping up with AEW, uh, but according to Fightful Select, he's effectively done now. Uh, so his contract expires on the 1st of January, but he's pretty much finished. He's not been backstage recently. Um, he's not been at shows in weeks. And he gave his notice several months ago, of course. He ended up signing a short-term extension with AEW, which I think QT himself has mentioned, um, if I recall correctly. There was a report going around a couple of weeks ago that when he signed that extension, he, he figured he'd be getting more of a focus, like an in-ring push. Um, and maybe he was promised that by management. This was the report, you know. Uh, you can make of it what you will. Uh, that didn't necessarily come, and now he's off. So he was an important figure for AEW behind the scenes as a formatter and, and some other bits and pieces that we probably don't know about. Uh, and he was on screen as well. Um, so there's apparently some outside interest in Marshall already, though. Um, Turnbuckle Championship Wrestling, that trademark has been filed. It's in his plans. Uh, but he wants to perform in the ring while he is in uh, his prime, uh, according to this report here. And there have been others, like uh, Dave Meltzer has reported about how QT wants to be featured as a wrestler and stuff like that. So the thing with Marshall is that the, the only thing that we have to judge on is, is the on-screen stuff, right? Like, no, none of us can, unless we've worked with him, uh, we can't sit here and go, ah, you're rubbish backstage, completely useless. <coughs> That gave me a cough. I must be uh, haunted by the spirit of QT Marshall there. Um, but by all accounts, he was an important player there. Um, so, you know, it's difficult to gauge the true impact of his departure because you only see half of it. You only see the on-screen. And obviously, the on-screen, uh, he was featured on and off pretty prominently, like the factory and all of that stuff. More recently, QTV, but that didn't last that long um, before it started fading from prominence and wasn't particularly healthy, I don't think, personally, for the likes of Powerhouse Hobbs uh, and others who were involved in all of it. But he's had some fun stuff as well. The Natural Nightmares was a really fun tag team. Had a great match with my boys, The Butcher and the Blade, a few years ago, the Bunkhouse Brawl. Um, so look, QT's contributed positively in, in pockets. You can judge his on-screen for whatever you want. Um, you don't have to like it. You might think he's rubbish. That's totally fine. That's your opinion. I'm not... You, whatever. You're entitled to it. Um, but yeah, he's effectively done with AEW now. Uh, I mean, that, that's like 10 days left on his deal. It's no huge surprise. We'll see where he lands. Obviously, he's done the, the, the stuff in Mexico this year that he was really great at. The Penta match was an absolute riot. So maybe he'll pick something like that back up. That'd be fun. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um now, before we kind of move on to your ex nope, sorry, YouTube community questions of the day, uh, just a little perspective on, on AEW's recent Dynamite ratings. Um, we don't usually do ratings talk on the news because like all the metrics we have tell me uh, that you guys aren't that interested in them, especially the week to week, oh, they've gone up 50K or whatever, whatever, the tiny little shifts here and there. But I think this is a pretty important one to talk about because there's still this perspective that AEW television ratings wise is in the mud and it's objectively not true. And um, this is a tweet, an X, whatever you want to call it from Dave Meltzer, just pointing out some facts um, for the week of the 12th of November. Uh, Sorry, I'm getting my dates mixed up. US uh, formatting is different to, to UK. Uh, for the week of the 11th of December to the 17th of December, Raw and AEW Dynamite were the first and second for the week amongst entertainment shows. Uh, that's hundreds of stations, 126, uh, times 24 hours, times seven days a week. Raw and Dynamite, the top two. That tells you how foolish the people talking about how bad raw and dynamite ratings are so uh yeah it's just a bit of needed perspective um it's far far too easy for people to look at a number look at 800 i don't know like eight hundred and fifty thousand, and go oh it's not a million it's crap the problem is that even if they were hitting one million or whatever uh, that same people who are making that point about one million would be like oh it's not two million and the bar would keep going up and up and up and it's also disingenuous it's also in bad faith same goes for raw and wwe's ratings which are good these days as well even in the wake of immense competition during the football season so look it, you can look at the friday and saturday numbers for AEW, and yeah they're lower than wednesdays of course they are they're in really awkward time slots uh, and the shows obviously aren't commanding as much interest so that's a bit of a different conversation they're not necessarily in the mud or anything though i think a lot of these extreme reactions are quite off base so look this is just a nice reminder that the wrestling business is really thriving at the moment. Um, we're in a really great place. And if you kind of grew up uh, through like the 2000s and the 2010s, you know that we've not had a scene like this for a long, long time. We've not had a scene where we have multiple options at the highest level, giving you something a little bit different every single week. For the best part of 20 years, it was one show in town in America at the very least. Yes, you had TNA, yes, you had Impact, but not quite on the same level. Um, 
it's a good time. Look, it's a cliche, but it's a really great time to be following this inherently stupid sport. Uh, WWE is in a great place. AEW programming is in a very good place as well. Uh, the Continental Classic has really tightened shows up. And look, they've already sold like 12,000 tickets for a revolution. It looks like AEW's ticket metrics are on the rise as well. Tony Khan mentioned during his Ring of Honor press conference that they are up in quarter four too. It's just a good time and hopefully in 2024 we can burn some of the terrible conversations that we have on X on Twitter to the ground and leave them in this year here. Look, I'm as guilty of it as anyone else. I get involved in the replies sometimes. I don't mean to, but it's hard not to when you've got people coming at you. Uh, just be better in 2024. Let's move over now to our YouTube community questions. Positive themes to all of these ones because look, it's my last video of the year. I want to end this one on a high. Um, so we're going to run through them real quick and thank you to everyone who sent them in on the YouTube community. We will continue using that and X in the new year. We want to get that balance. Not all of you are on X. I get it. Join us on the community instead. Uh, Mark Smith has been on. Different platform, same Mark Smith. Love that guy. Uh, he would like to know, uh, let's end the year on a positive. What three moments from wrestling in 2024 left you with a warm and fuzzy feeling in your tum-tum? It's a, certainly a sizable tum-tum this year. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas to all of you if you celebrate. It's my favorite time of the year. So three moments that made me feel really good this year. Um, you know what, I'm just going to completely go off the top of my head because I could sit here and run down millions of them if I really thought about it. But number one, Eddie Kingston winning a world title, uh, the Ring of Honor title, obviously, and the New Japan Strong title, beating Claudio, all of that. It's just a feel-good story. And we're, if we're never getting him winning the big one in, in Grand Slam, winning the AEW world title, this was a nice... A nice little substitute. And now look, it's Eddie. He makes me feel more than anyone else in the sport. And I know he's the same for a lot of people out there. I would say Sami Zayn finally, finally getting some rewards for his incredible efforts and just for being a really great guy over the years. You know, turning on Roman, getting to be in that angle, headlining his own pay-per-view in, in Montreal. Yes, he didn't win, which is a bit of a shame, but he went to WrestleMania and he headlined, headlighted, head, what, what's that word? Headlined night one with Kevin Owens, his friend, his rival from many, many years against the Usos, winning the tag titles. An incredible year for him and it's really been nice seeing him have his rewards for everything he's given wrestling over the years. And number three, uh, Mark Briscoe in general. Um, I know it's not really a moment, but his continued run in AEW has just filled me with joy all year. Um, he's just such a joyful presence on screen. His character is loads of fun. Uh, it, it feels like a strange fit uh, on this glossy wrestling TV show, and yet that's why it fits perfectly. Uh, and you know, a terrible, terrible tragedy befell his family earlier this year with, with the passing of his brother Jay. But it's been really inspiring watching Mark um, kind of deal with that and get through that, through the medium of pro wrestling, which is the only thing he knows. Um, I love watching that man shine. I love watching him in a big spot. And it's only a shame, uh, it's a real shame, in fact, that we couldn't get to this point earlier. Um, but yes, rest in peace, Jay. Uh, but shout outs to Mark. What a year. Just 
a riot of a wrestler. I absolutely adore Mark Briscoe. Uh, our next question of the day, and speaking of sharing positivity in wrestling, uh, this one comes from Callis Dew, uh, who would like to know, good morning, culturists, and happy holidays. Uh, my question is, how do you feel about Amanda Huber uh, becoming the first person inducted into the Wrestling Club's Hall of Fame? I think it's really cool and was wondering if you had any thoughts about the wholesomeness of a high school wrestling club inducting someone like Amanda. So yeah, we've never talked about the wrestling club. I don't think we have, at least, on the news, but um, look, I, this is one of the best things happening in wrestling right now, and it has nothing to do with an actual show or whatever. I, this is just a, a real force for good um, in the toxic sludge of social media, and I, I love every single day when I pop up on there and something appears on my timeline, the kids are watching the matches, you know, or like a list of matches they've watched from like places all around the world, from Japan to Mexico, it's not just the US stuff. It's really, really cool seeing the teacher, uh, Victor Taylor Perry, if you've not seen him on Twitter, doing incredible work uh, with the wrestling club. I love that, bringing the class together, bringing the students together, trying to, you know, send them to WrestleMania uh, and, and make dreams come true, it's just, Man, it makes me feel really good. It's uh, it's a force for good, uh, indeed. And Amanda Huber entering their Hall of Fame, I mean, it just really fits. Uh, she obviously uh, had to live through the passing of her husband, Brody Lee, um, and she's come out on the other end. Obviously, she's got the role in AEW where she does a whole lot of good. You never hear anyone say anything but the, the highest praise about Amanda Huber and about how she has helped people uh, in her position, in her role, in her life uh, as well. So I think it's an incredibly fitting uh, first inductee. And it's really cool to see something that is so just abundantly warm and wholesome as the wrestling club uh, inducting someone like that for their impact. When it's not like, you know, if you're having a Hall of Fame, it'd be really easy to go, ah, The Rock, Steve Austin or whatever. And that's not to say that they haven't made a positive impact, but Amanda Huber, in terms of like wrestling, her impact is almost entirely off screen. So I think this is really cool. Like it fills, I have a really cold heart and this fills it with joy. It's just a nice thing across the board. So shout outs to everyone involved with that. Final question of the day uh, comes from Brian D. Action, uh, saying, first off, thank you for all the super high quality content daily throughout the year. No, thank you for tuning in. We couldn't do this without you. Question is, uh, who wins the world title first? Uh, Gunther, Cody, Jay, or LA Knight? Yeah. Uh, enjoy your holidays, get some much needed rest time with your loved ones. Thank you, I will, and I hope the same for you. Of that group, Gunther, Cody, Jay, or LA Knight? Let's just do them in order. Why the hell not? Cody's first. Uh, I think he's finishing this story. I know there was some stuff, uh, rumors and, and whatever, doing the rounds uh, on Twitter yesterday about maybe Roman's gonna win and he's gonna be, pardon me, I'm coughing again. See what happens when the nonsense comes out of me. He's gonna maybe uh, beat Hogan's record. I don't think so. I think they're gonna do the right thing at Mania. Cody first, uh, Gunther, I think once he loses the IC belt, a couple of months will pass and he will enter world title contention. I think he'll be next up. I think he could dethrone Cody and that'd be really great. Um, following that, I don't know if we're ever gonna see Jey Uso or LA Knight win a world title in WWE, but in the spirit of the question, Jay next and then LA Knight last. Look, I like all of these people, they're super over. Uh, WWE has so many incredibly over baby faces. Obviously, Gunther's a heel, um, but yeah, like you could make a case for for all four. But that's the order I see: Cody, Gunther, J, LA Knight. Yes. Uh, look, 
last video of the year. If you like this one, check out this one. Thank you for all your support throughout 2024. You'll see some pre-recorded stuff popping up on the channel uh, over the next few days, but for the most part, we're gonna be chilling. I hope you guys do the same. Thank you so much for your support. I'll see you in 2024. Love you, respect you. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.